0: Finally it was here our last day of school. Samantha was my best friend. We had been friends since our first day at school when we were five years old. It would feel strange not seeing her every day. But Samantha was starting a job at our local grocery store and I was about to start my own business. We had the whole world ahead of us. But then the unthinkable happened and I ended up in a coma. I remember my first day at school. I was so nervous as I waved goodbye to mom at the school gates. Bye darling, said mom. Have a wonderful day. I found my classroom and sat next to a blonde haired girl. She looked just as scared as me I'm Tina what's her name I asked her Samantha, she replied. We were best friends from that moment on. We did everything together, told each other all our secrets, who we had a crush on, etc. Sometimes we liked the same boy, but we never fell out over it. We were both happy whenever something good happened to the other one, like the time we both went for the lead role in the school production, Cinderella. The head of the drama department told everyone that the cast list would be on the notice board after school. Samantha and I joined the crowd gathered in front of the notice board. Congratulations, Dina, said Carl. You got the lead role and I'm Prince Charming. I was so happy. I turned to look at Samantha. At first, I thought she looked angry, but she smiled at me. That's fantastic, Tina, she said. I'm so happy for you. When we were in our final year of high school, I told Samantha what I wanted to do when I left school. I wanted to open my own business. I'd been working on a new invention for about six months, and finally it was starting to take off. I had rented a warehouse and had made a prototype. I felt so proud of my new business. You're probably wondering what my product was, and when you hear about it, you'll probably laugh, but I was proud. I had invented a pizza-shaped shoe. I knew that everyone would love it once they saw it. Every night after school, I went to the warehouse and worked on the production. When me and Samantha walked out of the school gates for the final time, I felt so excited for the future. I'll call you when I get home, Samantha. I said, I'm going to the warehouse. Okay, Samantha said as she ran off to catch the bus home. I worked on my pizza-shaped shoe for a couple of hours. I was so happy with it. It was exactly what I had imagined. I climbed up the ladder to put it safely away, but as I reached the top, I suddenly felt dizzy. Everything went black and I fell from the ladder, banging my head hard on the floor. That's how I ended up in hospital in a coma for three years. Of course, I didn't know anything about it. My poor family took it in turns, but they never left me alone. Someone was always by my bedside. In case, I woke up I could hear voices around me but I couldn't make out what they were saying I could hear machines beeping too I opened my eyes the light was so bright it dazzled me where was I? doctor doctor Tina's waking up I recognized the voice it was my mom talking i looked at her and smiled where am i what happened i asked that's when mom told me everything i had been in a coma for three years mom told me how they had gone to the warehouse looking for me when i didn't come home they had found me lying on the floor at the bottom of the ladders i was unconscious they had brought me to the hospital the doctors had warned them that i might never wake up but they never gave up hoping for a miracle I couldn't believe it. But what about my business? I cried. I was just starting out. Mom told me I had nothing to worry about. In fact, I had a lot to be happy about. You see, whilst I had been in a coma, Mom and Dad had continued my business idea. It was a huge success. Everyone who was anyone was wearing my pizza-shaped shoes. They had put all the money in my bank account for me, and now I was filthy rich. Eventually, I was able to leave the hospital. I couldn't wait to get to work, but the doctors had told me I couldn't rush into anything. I still needed to rest. It was about three weeks later that I eventually took over the running of the business from mom and dad. At first, everything was fine, but then things started to go wrong. I couldn't understand it. I was running things exactly the same as mom and dad had done, but we were losing money. It wasn't that noticeable at first, but then it got worse and worse. Sales were dropping and I knew that if things didn't change soon, then the business would be bankrupt. It didn't make any sense. What was I doing wrong? I asked mom and dad to meet me at the warehouse. For the sake of the company, I need to resign. I told them. Can you two take over running the business again, please?" Yes, of course we will said mom, and you will get the same percentage of the profit, said dad, enough for you to live on. I found a small house. It was all I could afford with the money I was receiving from the business. The house was run down, and it wasn't in a very nice area, but I would be okay. I just didn't leave the house in the evening. It wasn't a safe area for a girl to be out at night alone. Beggars lined the streets, and homeless people slept in doorways. It was actually quite depressing. I sat watching TV one evening when my phone beeped. It was a message from Samantha. I hadn't seen her since I stopped working on my business every time she suggested meeting up I managed to come up with an excuse I told her I was busy or not feeling very well this message was the same as all the others she wanted to come and see me but I couldn't let her see how I was living I was so ashamed I ignored her message but then she started calling me I knew I couldn't put her off forever she wouldn't take no for an answer eventually I answered her call Tina finally I've been trying to get in touch with you for ages said Samantha I want to come see you I gave Samantha the address and told her to come over. About 30 minutes later, there was a knock at the door. I opened it, saw Samantha standing there. Come in, I said. Samantha came in and looked around her in astonishment. Why are you living like this? She asked. You have a huge business making lots of money. I explained to Samantha that I had resigned from my business. I told her all about how since I had taken over the running of it, everything had gone downhill. She looked at me sadly. ''I have something to tell you, Tina,'' said Samantha. ''I didn't want to say anything because I know you were close to your mom and dad. But now that I see how you are living, I have to tell you. When you were running the business, your parents were sabotaging the sales on purpose. They wanted the company back for themselves. Could it be true? Will my parents really do that to me?'' But there was no other explanation. I knew what I had to do. I wanted to get my revenge and I knew exactly how I was going to do it. What my parents didn't know was, whilst I was working on my pizza-shaped shoe business, I was also working on another business idea. I was going to expand into fruit-shaped shoes. I would take on my parents with a rival company. I started working on my new line, banana-shaped shoes, apple and orange-shaped shoes too. I found a new warehouse on the other side of town and opened my new company. It wasn't long before everyone was wearing my new fruit-shaped shoes nobody wanted pizza shaped shoes anymore fruit shoes were the latest trend i knew i had ruined my parents business but they deserved it i was successful once again and i had one person to thank for it my best friend samantha if she hadn't told me the truth i wouldn't have opened my new company i decided i would take her out for dinner i called her and asked her to meet me for dinner that evening when i got to the restaurant samantha was sitting at a table What's the occasion? She asked, and I sat down next to her. I wanted to treat you to dinner to say thank you, I replied. If it wasn't for you, I would never have opened up another business. Now I'm even more successful than before, and my parents are paying the price. Samantha smiled at me. Oh, that's what friends are for, she said. I felt so lucky to have Samantha for a friend. I knew she would do anything for me. The next day, I was in my office when my phone rang. I looked to see who it was. It was Dad ringing. I answered the call and listened as Dad told me how worried he and Mom were. He told me that the... The business was really bad. Their sales had been dropping and dropping over the last few weeks. I felt sorry for dad and was starting to feel a bit guilty that I had caused him all this worry. But then I remembered what they had done to me. Tina, we can't afford to pay you any money at all this month, he said. Our new competitor has wiped out our business. We are barely making enough money to survive. Little did dad know? That it was his own daughter that owned his rival company. That he was on the phone to his competitor. It's okay, dad, I understand, I said. When I put down the phone, I laughed to myself. Who cares if I didn't get any money from my parents? I had a successful business of my own. A few days later, I was at my warehouse working on another fruit shoe design when my assistant came and knocked on my office door there is someone wanting to see you she said okay send them in i replied i looked up and was shocked to see my parents standing in the doorway but they looked even more shocked tina what are you doing here asked mum don't tell me you have a job with our competitor no i said i haven't got a job working for your competitor i am your competitor what are you talking about asked dad why would you open up a business to rival your own parents I think we need to have a talk, I replied. Sit down and I will explain everything. I told them how I knew about all their attempts to sabotage my business when I was running it. I thought they would deny it, but instead they admitted to what they had done. We only did that because we got an anonymous tip that you were planning to kick us out from the business, said dad. But I would never have done that, I said. If it wasn't for you two, I wouldn't even have a business. You have to believe us said mom. Look, I still have the message. I will show you. Mom opened her phone and showed me the message. It was true. Someone had sent a false message telling them that I was planning on firing them. But who would do that? I looked at the number the message had been sent from and my heart went cold. I know whose number that is. I said, it's Samantha that sent you the message. Why would Samantha do such a thing? I was so upset and angry. I have to go and speak to Samantha. I told them, I need some answers. I went straight over to Samantha's house. When I got there, I knocked hard on the door and a few seconds later samantha opened it hi tina come in she said i followed her into the lounge and sat down i was shaking so much i could hardly get the words out of my mouth i can't believe what you have done to me i said samantha looked at me i thought at first she was going to deny it all but then she realized from my face that i knew everything Why would you want to destroy my life? I asked. Because you have everything, she screamed, suddenly losing her cool. You've always got everything you wanted. You got the boys that I liked. You got better grades than me. You have your own business. All I do is work eight hours a day in a crummy job. I just want you to know how it feels to fail just for once in your life. I had thought she wanted the best for me. Well, I was wrong. I guess blood really is thicker than
1: water